0: This is Hawkside Guns podcast. So, we are back Again, with Hawks Eye Guns Podcast, uh, I am Sean, and with me, as always, is Jake.
1: Good afternoon.
0: And uh, Jake is uh, has been kind enough to, to do a cast kind of right after our last one here. This is only a couple of days for us. I'm not sure when this is exactly going to come out. might be right after this. I'm not sure. But... Um,
1: we There's had so much else to do. Oh man! Uh, so yeah, I, I, I've been so damn busy. <laughs> well, if uh, for those for, of for you... anyone who can't tell, that's what's called sarcasm.
0: Yes, that is uh, that is indeed what that is. Uh, Jake has been working at the uh, gun store in between kind of the the zombie apocalypse hours that every most uh, companies are taking nowadays, and. Uh, As of what? Yesterday, day before? uh, Uh, Well, uh,
1: the uh, the governor of Delaware actually started the closures as of yesterday morning, um, and there was some question as to whether or not the firearm store was going to be considered essential or not, Um, because in some places they have been considered essential. Uh, and so we tried to stay open anyway. Apparently, before I got there this morning, um, the Delaware State Police showed up and gave them a cease and desist. Mm-hmm. So the, the nice thing is, is that um, or at least the hopeful thing, um, they did the same thing in Pennsylvania and closed all the firearm stores. Uh, But they managed to get them reopened again by filing a lawsuit um, and uh, getting the Second Amendment right and all that stuff. But the other part I think they threw into it, though I'm not 100 percent sure I'm right about this, is the fact that a lot of the gun stores actually sell survival equipment as well. (laughs) Um, Which falls under necessity. Exactly. Uh, So their hope – the same lawsuit has now been already filed in Delaware uh, the question is just what happens with it. So yeah, my backup part time, hopefully have some fun while we're waiting for Armageddon to happen. Get job that went away too. Wow, I have the feeling and, you're going to be getting and, that and, back though. And no, I'm not better at all. <laughs> Thanks
0: for asking though.
1: <laughs> yeah, we uh,
0: we're we're shut down by county. It's shelter in place by county in Texas and there are two and we looked this up before the cast there are 254 counties in the state of Texas and uh, some of them are shut down some of them aren't just because they you know some counties in Texas do not have an instance of coronavirus with us or or okay. uh, you know, at, yeah, but, at all, but there's, but, there's
1: also some places in Texas in which there is, you know, 15 miles in between you and the next person.
0: Yeah. The social distancing is really not an issue for a large parts of Texas and, and other states, too, like Wyoming, um, you know, stuff, things like that. Alaska. Social distancing is just like how it is, you um, so there's really just not a lot of ways you can get sick. Uh, so there's they did it by county here. Um, the county that I am in, they shut the businesses down, but they didn't do shelter in place. Uh, there's just nowhere to go <laughs> that is open. Um, Dallas is shelter in place, all that kind of stuff. So, But what's funny is the state of Texas, uh, we went out. Actually, bona went out yesterday because uh, we had our cast the other day and we were talking about it. And I'm like, you know, you might want to go and check it out and see if there's any guns that you don't want or you think you want to get rid of, now might be a fantastic time.
1: Because uh, people are paying a premium.
0: Well, he got, and uh, apparently in Texas, not as big of a rush. The initial rush, at least, is over for Texas. There is 9mm here. Now, you're only allowed to uh, yeah, yeah. buy one box at a time. One box per customer, and then you got to go to the back of the line if you want another one.
1: Mm-hmm. That, that, okay, that makes sense. You're allowed to buy a box, but you have got to go through the another box. You got to go through the inconvenience of having waited in line again.
0: Right, and that's just kind of how they're making it. And a lot of people are just like, I'll oh, screw it. I don't need another twenty-five or fifty rounds or whatever it is. I, I'll just this is fine. You know, I, this is fine. But they do have nine millimeter here. They do have. Uh, they, have, you know, the gun shops are still open. Uh, the big chain stores are not, like uh, Cabela's and and you know. Bass Pro and all that kind of stuff. Although Bass Pro I think is open, but Cabela's is not.
1: Why would why would wait, a minute, why would Bass Pro be open but Cabela's not? They're actually the same people.
0: I do not know. I have I'm no. not
1: saying that I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just was struck by confusion with We
0: that we one. were confused as well. <laughs> well. To be honest, we were confused. Actually,
1: if you've been into a Bass Pro or a Cabela's and you haven't been confused lately then, you know, you're not looking. You're you're, <laughs> you're, you're you have to say you're smarter than I am.
0: Yeah. uh, So it's it's very strange. But uh, the but the smaller gun shops, the actual gun shops are still open and they're in Texas. They consider guns uh, a essential essential. This is an essential thing as well as booze um, and groceries. It's all it's all the same here.
1: Oh, it's been a bit of an uproar that even the booze stores are closed here.
0: Yeah, they'll deliver booze in our state. Um, uh, it,
1: it, you can actually like, for example, uh, when you're ordering food at a bar now, if you're like ordering food for delivery from a bar or to, or for carry out, um, obviously you can't sit down in the restaurant, the sure. slash bar, but, um, they'll let, they actually have changed the rules so that you can actually take liquor home with you, <laughs> but, but the liquor stores themselves are closed.
0: Yeah, we have, uh, the liquor stores here are open. <laughs> it's Texas, y'all. It's it's like guns, beer, wine, groceries and, and that's that's pretty much what's open. Uh, well yes, but
1: but you also know that we here on the on the various coasts, whether they be east or west, though and, and, and it's slightly in slightly different fashions depending on which coast you are, do believe that we're important more important than everybody in the middle.
0: Yes. Oh no, clearly. And and oh. that's uh, that we see that uh, a
1: lot. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, the East Coast tends to be a, a tad bit more hostile about it, whereas the um, the West Coast tends to be a little bit more shameful about it. But that being said, it's the same concept, just done in a different way.
0: In, in the middle, we just don't care. We're just like, hey, stuff's working for us over here. You know, because the, uh, the coasts are always the first to get everything. It's the last – you know, we're the last to filter out through whatever it is. So it's it's just not – that bad you know what i mean
1: yeah but on the coast we're all actually at the end of the day just pissed that we're all going to be underwater in the next 30 years so (laughs) hey you never know you may have beachfront property by then
0: yeah, well, I've, I've seen those projections as well, and, and uh, you know, California is pretty screwed. They just fall off the map, and then, you know, a lot of the East Coast goes away. <laughs> Some of the South just kind of ekes up there. You know, New Orleans will be gone. New, New Orleans is already half gone now, but, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're kind of in the middle, right? We're, 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 we're literally, like, Texas, the part of Texas I'm in is, like, high enough that, like, this is an ideal zombie hideout shelter, Right, we're we're kind of in the middle, but it, it's not you know other than tornadoes, it's not too bad, right? Normally speaking, here, we Bona went down two days ago, and he was going to sell the other um, Mossberg five hundred because he's just tired of it. he's got his 870 he's got his uh 1100 i don't know if i told you guys about the yeah i did um he yeah. has his 1100 he has his 870 he has um his his double barrel and his over and under and all that kind of stuff and he's like ah, god i just really don't want this mossberg i have my remingtons and,
1: and and even in the apocalypse there's only so many that you can carry at one time
0: yeah yeah so he's like ah, I, I really don't need this thing so he took it down and they are open, and theres they're, they're kind of crowded down here. You know, they did buy it from him. They did. Now, they didn't give him as much as he wanted for it, but they were within, like, 75 bucks of what he wanted. Not um, terrible. That's not terrible. And he was riding a little high. But they did buy it, and, I, and I'm like... You know, Bonnet, He's like, "Well, I was a little upset." I said, "They're going to turn right around, mark it up three hundred bucks, and sell it before the afternoon is out." I oh, guarantee yeah. you, that is a Mossberg twelve gauge with a collapsible stock and tactical Picatinny rails and a flashlight oh, yeah. extension. There is nothing that that gun is not going to do. He's gonna he's gonna sell that thing before the day is out. I guarantee. I, you. If
1: it ta- if it takes that long, yeah yeah i my my the other part of my disappointment for today was that um one of the other workers at the the firearm store was actually going to we were going to do a little bit of a trade um i for my p30 sk for his vp9 sk so i was going to go back to a striker fired version nice uh, which is what i actually kind of prefer uh but Then they closed. And I and even the the boss said he was going to just go in and sit there so that UPS could bring people's orders in. he could get them processed for when things go open back up. And so I said, you know, can we come in and, and, you know, do this real quick and just pop in since we're semi employees? And his response was, you're you're welcome to come by and hang out if that's what you really want. But that being said, I can't run any background checks so nobody can take anything home with them if you bring it in. (laughs) <laughs> it was, was kind of like, well, that doesn't do us any good. So, well, what do you need to run background checks for if you're just trading
0: guns between two private citizens?
1: Welcome to Delaware. Oh, it's
0: a state law thing,
1: huh? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you to in order to let. Let's put it this way: Can could I? Could we do the trade? Absolutely. But if either one of us shoots somebody with the actual firearm, it then will come back to the person who's registered as the owner of the firearm huh yeah so so it's so even though you could probably physically get away without it um uh, it, it's not a good idea to try
0: yeah i guess not uh, that's, so <laughs>
1: that is not how it works in texas <laughs> so but and, and the other part that was actually the part of the problem is, is we probably actually would have Just gone ahead and done that and then done the paperwork when everything opens back up again. But he was actually planning on selling his VP9. And basically what I told him was, look, we'll trade. You can sell the P30. But I would, you know, not to say that I have a problem with the P30. I just prefer a striker-fired firearm. And his response was sure, but his has already been turned in for consignment, so it is now quote unquote in the possession of the store. So even then, it can't leave the store without without the background check.
0: Yeah, that's uh that's a little different than how it works down here. That's <laughs> and if you're at a gun show, it's a lot different. Um, but I, you know, state laws are and and again, you know, these people are are people are now really coming to grips with what the state gun control laws are doing and and what that actually means if you want to purchase a firearm, right? And
1: hey, hey, hey 20 miles north or 5 miles south and I would have been in a completely different and much worse situation. So I'm not complaining.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it, you know, like you said, uh, New Jersey has a waiting list and you know, there's there's all kinds of things that that are, and, and people are, are learning. I see a lot of people yelling online, you know, and I've gotten several instant messages and texts and stuff like that. They're like, this can't be legal. And I'm like, it's absolutely legal in your state. That is that is how it is there. So you need to abide by, well, this is, it's not like that where you are. I'm like, it's absolutely not. But Texas is a pro gun state. <laughs> we're, we're super <laughs> cool with that, you know? Well, can you just do that? I'm like, not now, no. I said I couldn't send you one if I wanted. It's federally regulated. It's, I said I can't send you a gun.
1: Well, well and not only that, not only that, you're also then deal with the whole out of state concept, too. right?
0: And I'm like, look, I could, you know, if you lived a city over, I could drop it off at a gun shop and you could go pick it up. You know, and you'd have to fill out the form, but uh, just a registration form and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, we could do that. I said I could bring it to you. But it, you are in another state. I can't send a firearm across state lines. I can't mail any. You can't mail a firearm unless you have an FFL. This is stupid. I'm like, no, nah, that's the way it is. Like Real, like, or, you know, law-abiding gun owners and gun collectors and, and, and everything understand that these are the rules we have to work within. We have been screaming blue-bloody murder about all this stuff left, right, and backwards when something's wrong, and people just ignore us. <laughs> You're just finally coming up to
1: speed, you know, it's amazing how all of a sudden there's a lot of people all real interested in their Second Amendment rights that they didn't that they weren't interested in a couple of weeks ago. (laughs) Isn't that funny? Oh, yeah. Now it's kind of like, you know, well, what do you mean I can't have a gun? Well, because you didn't pass the background check, weren't you the one screaming about background checks of six weeks ago? Yeah, um, yeah, but but now I need one. It's kind of like yeah, funny how that works. Yeah, funny that it's it's
0: one of those things, you know, and and I try not to be mean about it. I really do, especially when I'm talking to people, because I don't want to get to the wrong impression, like oh, now you're all crappy about it. It's like no, we're this is the part of the problem, right? I don't have problems with some of the rules they have. Like, uh, you know, if you buy a, a gun from, at least in Texas, if you buy a gun from a dealer, you're going to have to fill out a background check, period. They'll lose their license if they sell you an unregistered gun without a background check. I have zero problem with that. I think people should go through a background check to get a gun. I think you should have to, uh, you know, abide by some of this. And I don't think you should be shipping guns through the mail. Nope. <laughs> Um and you know, and I want to start
1: hey, I, I worked at UPS and not in loss prevention, but actually with some people and I having to be part and deal with English, sorry, frustrated today. <laughs> um having to deal with some of the loss prevention stuff. People steal shit out of boxes.
0: Right. <laughs> If it's one of those things that, that you you can't control, you need to control it in a different way. And one of those ways is how they're, you know, what are they supposed to do? Uh, you know, you're sending guns through the damn mail. What, do you, what are you supposed to do with that? Uh, okay. Uh, no.
1: <laughs> no. Just no. All the way, no. All <laughs> the way around, no. You know, that's... It, it, uh, and I and, I'm once, and I keep saying it, but I'm absolutely flabbergasted by the people who, once again, were furious six weeks ago, who are now going, "What's the big deal?"
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And it's it's the the big deal is is that you have absolutely no clue what it is that you're dealing with at this point, to the point where you didn't even know what the rules were, even when you were trying to complain about them, and now we're afraid that you're going to shoot yourself in the foot, or God forbid, me.
0: Yeah, and and that's. That's kind of one of the things. And I, I like, I can't get it through my head exactly the sentence I want to say, too. Because it's, it's just like, do you realize how frustrating this is? Like, you're, you're asking why I can't ship guns through the mail. Why can't I get a gun without a check? Why can't I, I have what I want now? For the very same reason that you, you supported the stupid-ass law in the first place. Because we need to make sure that you are not going to do something stupid is like responsible gun ownership starts with let's do things the right way and if you it's it's fine when you don't need it it's not fine when you're like oh my god i have a need now screw all those rules well you can't do that with the rest of us have been dealing with this for a while now and it's not and i told you so it's just the way it is We totally encourage you to to have a healthy and and responsible conversation about anybody about how the gun laws are structured state per state, what your federal rights are, what your state rights are, what your regulations are.
1: and, And even then, that's part of it because, you know, we've had the conversation before where, you know, neither one of us is completely opposed to the idea of regulation in some fashion or form. We're we're not one of those people going. You know, everybody should be able to have a 50 BMG and a bazooka in their in the back of their car, um, and that should be just fine.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's right either. I mean, I I uh, I love uh, Ted Nugent it was, it, to death, but I think uh, that uh, you you need to, there does need to be some lines in there. Okay. Oh, oh
1: and, and and that being said, one of the two people who listened to us is heads just exploded
0: when yes. I said that. Oh no, I I, I so, totally get that. I just. I think that there are, there are three reasons, four actually, to have guns in the United States. One, self-defense, probably the most popular reason. Two, hunting. Hunting's a big thing. I don't happen in, to engage in it really, but I, I understand there's a lot of people who do and it is very enjoyable activity for some people to weigh a life. Totally get it. Think it's great. No problem with it. Sport. Love sport shooting. Do it all the time. Think it's great. People need to understand that there's other things than killing people that you do with a gun. At least in my personal—that's one of my evangelical things, right? I love sports shooting, um, target shooting, sports shootings. I, I kind of lump those in the same thing. And the fourth thing is collecting. There's a lot of people out there who have guns who never shoot them, but they have a larger collection than I do, uh, just because they well, like collecting them.
1: And some of them are actually quite pretty.
0: Yes. I mean, there's, there's. I mean, if you've ever been to to a shot show or a, a an outdoor show or something like that, you will see some of these guns, and they're worth more than you know a, a Bugatti Veyron in some cases, and that's art. You know, you would. I mean, you put a. I think I told you guys I saw a gun the other day that if you put a bullet through it, it would depreciate the amount of a new Honda Civic. Um, it's just. It, it, it's unbelievable how expensive they can get but those those are all reasons for collecting or, or owning a gun and, and
1: and it doesn't have to be for any one specific no, of those reasons of course not I, you know I was having a conversation with a customer in the store last week in which they were purchasing a little 380 and they were it was they were going between the distance, the difference between a Ruger LCP which is every bit a fine little firearm sure and the SIG-P238. Now, the SIG-P238 is more expensive because it's an all-metal construction versus a polymer firearm like the the Ruger LCP. And she was asking which one should she buy, and I said, I can't tell you which one you should buy, but what I will say is that the sig Sauer will actually be more fun to shoot. And she said, well, I'm not looking to have any fun and I said, yeah, I said uh, that, okay, may, may very well be, but one of the things you are going to want to do once these things kind of blow over and the ranges vote, because all the firing ranges are actually closed here too as places to congregate. Sure. Um, so once the firing ranges open up, you actually are going to want to take your firearm to the range and become familiar and confident with it. And she went, oh, yes, yes, I realize that. And I said, one of the things that you may discover when you're doing that it's, it can be fun and she said well I, uh, well I don't understand what you mean I said you know the, the, the river LCP will work it's a fine wonderful little firearm but by the time you get about 70 rounds into the whole thing your hand's going to hurt yeah the little bit of extra weight you have out of the medical con- metal construction of the SIG you're not going to experience that in fact you're not going to experience much recoil at all and you might actually decide that you're enjoying yourself and she just couldn't seem to get into her head the fact that it would might actually be fun.
0: Yeah, the the uh, I- isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? It's it's. And until you shoot one. Now, I I for years and I'm, I'm guilty of this as well. Right. For years, decades, even I did not find I love the mechanicalness Of guns, I loved the way they looked, the way they sounded, the way they worked. I always found it very fascinating, but I didn't have a very good time shooting. My brother is a very excellent shot with a rifle, so is my father, so is my mother. I'm eh, or at least was until I started shooting shotguns. I was kind of eh. Um, Pistols, I was what's the word? Horrible. Uh, (laughs) It's not good. Um,
1: Uh, that's okay. The way I put that is is I have my good days and I have my bad days.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I haven't (laughs) up until about 40 years old. I didn't have any good days with a pistol. It was, it was very, it was a very miserable experience. So, and I'd never picked up a shotgun up until like, uh, in my, I don't know, mid thirties. And the shotgun I had was a, a, what I consider a squirrel gun, right? Um, it's, it was a little four ten, uh, an Ithaca four ten, as a matter of fact. And I, I liked it cause I could shoot squirrels and I, but I didn't, and I enjoyed that very much. Right. Rabbits and squirrels and trees and you know, anything else. I mean, it's, it's a little 410, you go out in the woods with a couple of friends and we were all adults at that point, And you know, you, you for all intents and purposes, screw around. Um, but that was my introduction to having fun with guns. I had been shooting guns for 20 years before that happened. And I, I didn't find them enjoyable. It was very frustrating for me because everyone around me could shoot better than I could. Uh, and, and for
1: those of, for, for the other listener who hasn't listened to Sean before, Sean tends to get a little on the competitive side.
0: Uh, slightly. Slightly. I, I, I do have a competitive streak in me. Um, you know, a little, little bit of one. Uh, and the fact that I just, I you know, a five-year-old could pick up a, any kind of weapon and... and and outshoot me, you know. I mean, my daughter could outshoot me with an air gun. Um, it was it was bad. You know? <laughs> it was bad. Uh, I I had trouble. So now, for me, the way out of that happened to be uh, clay target shooting with shotguns. I I understood more about how to sight and shoot and all that kind of thing, and I learned. That uh, the reason I was so much better with a a shotgun was it was snap shooting, which is kind of what I do. I do a lot of snap shooting, and that's what you do with um, uh, things that are on the move, right? But and I, I'm much better with that because it's it's more instinctive.
1: Y- yeah, you have to lead things a little
0: bit. Yeah, you got to lead things, and stuff is moving, and I have a good eye for movement. I understand how that works. I. I track that a lot better, and if I don't think about it, I do pretty well. Now, if I start thinking, how am I gripping this, how much should I lead, and all that kind of stuff, I will miss it every time.
1: It is amazing and it's kind of like golf in that fashion that if you the moment you get too far into your head and start analyzing what you're doing too much your just aim just goes to shit. It's
0: weird how that happens, isn't it? It's just it's very strange to me and I, I still don't understand it, but if I don't think, which is why I you know shooting uh, especially clays relaxes me so much is you cannot think. You can empty your freaking head because if you don't, you won't hit anything and to me it just became very relaxing and at that point i you know my dad crept in because it always it always bothered him i couldn't shoot anything else well and he was just so frustrated that i could outshoot him with a shotgun but i couldn't shoot anything
1: else it's amazing how that works too
0: yeah <laughs> He was so frustrated. He's like, I don't understand how you suck at these, but this, you're like some kind of virtuoso. How did this happen? I'm like, I don't know. It just makes sense. You just point the thing, and it blows up. It's great. Because, you know, nobody taught me to shoot a shotgun. I just went out there and started shooting. Um, It made sense to me. It's like, oh, I got to hit that. It's moving. I got to do this. You know, and you just do it. And to me, it made a lot more sense. And he followed that up with some pistols. Because my father is, for those of you, again, who don't know, um, or only started listening to this cast after uh, we kind of did the 2.0 version. Um, Bona, my father, uh, is a he was an expert marksman in the military. He served in, in Vietnam. He, he did many things. He has always been a excellent shot with a pistol. He is very good with a rifle. Uh, but a pistol, he was qualified expert marksman in the military, and he, he's very good with a pistol. Even now, at the age of 70, with glaucoma in both eyes, and you know, he's got, you know, it's got some partial visual field missing and stuff like that, he can still, still, to this day, outshoot me um, at 10, 15, 25 yards with pretty much whatever he's got in his hand. Um, it's really annoying. Uh, But at the same time, you put a shotgun in the same man's hands and I got him, you know, this expert marksman. So, (laughs) but it's fun. I mean, it's because I can hit things and because I understand more about how things work now and, and that, you know, you can snap shoot with a pistol and you can do instinctive shooting with a pistol or a rifle or something like that. It's not the most accurate thing in the world, but it does work and it does bring my pattern in quite a bit.
1: Um, and, and one of the things that I was dying to show you once I got down there was the, the, the new sight system Like we talked about it before but the sight system that I put on, on my pistol oh, I still like, want to see um, it Yeah, I, I, it, it's just it's uncanny I, and I I know some people who absolutely hate it but it, it's just uncanny how easy it is just to pick up that green dot you know without having to line front and back sights up and just be able to go um, the, you know, uh, the, what I've read is it's almost being called like the poor man's red dot.
0: Yeah. Oh no, I wouldn't. I, I don't doubt it. I do not doubt it. And I, I want to see it. I really do. Cause I, anything that can make me more accurate with a pistol, I am on freaking board. Um, now shotguns are a little bit different rifles. I, you know, scopes help a lot um although i don't have a scope on anything but my 22 my uh, my lever action 44 anything inside of 50 i can hit a clay target not moving but a clay target with open sight you know just iron sight with my lever action so under 50 yards i can hit it something the size you know 4 inches wide uh, just iron sight
1: uh, uh the other thing uh, is we had at the shop which Nobody bought. It was like the one thing that nobody bought, and I was kind of going, damn, I, if I had the money, I would. Um, they had one of those new Henry polymer little carbine um, lever action rifles. Oh, yeah, one of
0: the, the, uh, new, it, uh, the new kind of yeah. space-age materials, but it's a Henry, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I was mm-hmm. kind of coveting the 357 38 special version of that. We had the forty four mag version in the store. And I was kind of like, I, I can't believe nobody's buying this. And it was, uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the the other one that was disappointing to me that no one would buy, but that it ended up being more of an informational thing than anything else. Because everybody was, who was coming in looking for a rifle was honestly looking for an AR. Sure. Um, and we had a, or not had, still have a Ruger Mini 14 on the wall, which will fire 223556. Fantastic gun. But. Oh, oh, it is, but at the same time, it looks it looks like a ranch rifle. In fact, that's what they call it. Yeah, um, versus looking like something you're going to use for home defense. The worst part about it is, it was the kind of thing I was looking at going, you know, dude, if you know, as much as Buana hated the AR, this is probably exactly what he would want.
0: He loves the 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 Mini Fourteen. Loves it. Yeah, loves that gun. And
1: every and the and the worst part of it is somebody. Everybody keeps it going, I, I think I've seen one of those before, and it's like, yes, if you grew up in the eighties, you saw one on the eighteen.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, the mini fourteen is a fantastic gun. Uh, he he loves it, absolutely loves it. Um, he would take one in a heartbeat. Uh, it's it's just a it's just a uh, nicely put together all around sound weapon. Uh, now you know, of course, it got replaced. Uh, because it didn't do the things that some of the the newer gun, like an M16, uh, needed to do. They had a different doctrine, and that was. Oh,
1: I, you know, I'm not even talking about the 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 Mini 14, um, the 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 308, that the. Um... Uh, uh, shit, the U.S. military was using back in World War II, even the smaller version of it. This is the actual mock-up they used to kind of compete with the AR-14. Oh, it, yeah. No, God, which is, which who is the hell a... am I, Biden? Um, <laughs> AR-15. <laughs> and so it is designed like the old World War II gun, yeah. but it's not that.
0: No, no. It is, a, It is in fact, a ranch rifle. I mean, that's that's yeah. what they call it. I mean, if you've got the Woodstock one, I mean, no, they've got the... "Quote unquote tactical models, which has got the composite stocks and all that kind of thing, and some of them have. Uh, I think some of them even have a folding stock, don't they? There's
1: there's one version as a folding stock and a pistol grip.
0: Yeah, yeah. The I, one we
1: have in the store is the one that's at least got, not at least, but has the the polymer stock um, stock and chassis to it versus the wood. But at the same time, it's under those are literally the same rifles, just a matter of what they're physically made out of.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a lovely gun. Um, if I was going to do a rifle like that, I would probably have a Ruger Mini Fourteen. I love them um, as as well. I've shot them a couple times. They're they're good. I I have zero problems with that. Um, the 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 fun part for me is listening to people who have recently purchased something, and because it's all they had, and because it's what they got, it's now the best gun ever, and. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh no, I, I know what I'm, the reason why I'm laughing is because I've actually done that before. Yeah. Oh, I think all I of mean, us I, are guilty I, of it. I, I, I've done the whole "I just bought this; it is awesome." There's no way you have it. And because. And my brother gets such a giggle out of me when he when I do that because and it's a joke. Literally every time he sees me when we go to the range because he's got his Glock 19. He likes his Glock 19. It is what he's had since he bought it and. I'm the one who keeps showing up with something new. And not only is it something new, it's something new that I swear is the new awesome, the best thing under the sun. I, I, there's no way in hell I'd ever get rid of this. And he's like, yeah, right. See you next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it took that long.
0: Yeah, I have been guilty of that and at times. I, uh, I mean, I thought for sure some of the guns that I've had in the past, I was like, I'll keep this forever. And it's gone in like a month two months you know sometimes sometimes shorter than that um or like you're just positive or at least i do i do this all the time i convince myself that this is what i need whatever it is and i find it and i get it and i'm, I'm just super jazzed about it and i'm so excited and i think it i know i just know it's going to be great and i shoot it like three or four times and i'm like i hate this this is this is terrible what the hell was i thinking
1: and it, and the worst part about it is it usually only takes the first round before you're going, oh. Oh, oh
0: yeah, bad. and you can't say it. Like, you can't say it. Like, oh, this gun is well, going to well, suck uh, for me. Y- y-
1: y- you can say it if you're by yourself. Yeah. If you went like, to the range yeah. by yourself, it's kind of like, oh, shit, this sucks. But the moment you're actually there with somebody, whether it's Bona, your brother, or something like that, you have to pretend like it's awesome until you get home. And they'll, and they'll know, too. They'll oh, yeah, they'll so know. Going, oh, so how's that working out for you? <laughs> You're having a little trouble with that today, aren't you? Hey, let's switch up guns.
0: Let's switch up guns. You, you guys should shoot this. You
1: know? <laughs> right.
0: You hate it, don't you? you <laughs> don't you like that? You like that? Yeah. yeah uh, you know what? I, just because it's you, I'll trade it. I'll trade it to you. We, we, I'll trade you something for it. Um, yeah. No, there's those. And then there's the ones that you just don't say anything because they've worked out so great. You don't want anybody to know how much you like it. You don't want anybody to know, like they don't. You don't want anybody interested in it. You don't want anybody to touch it. It's like, holy crap, this is awesome. I can't let any of my family know because they're going to start trying to steal it from me. At least that's what I have to do. Because uh, Bon is like, let me shoot that. Uh, you wouldn't like it.
1: I'm I'm at least lucky enough that nobody's going to try to steal them from me. But will they tear me up if I get something I've been telling them for the while that this is what I wanted? It's awesome. It's going to be the best thing ever. Oh yeah,
0: see. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've tried not to do that um, anymore. I, because uh, I've done it so many times that I I watch myself do it and I'm like, oh, damn it, you idiot! Don't do that. No, just like, uh, but uh, and sometimes you're pleasantly surprised. Uh, but <laughs>
1: uh, and actually, what I've started doing is is that I usually won't even comment on a new gun until I've given it to my brother and gone, here, give this a shot, see what you think, <laughs> and. Uh, and then he'll either come back and go, this is awesome. It's like, yeah, it is, isn't it? And, or it's kind of like, I hate the sights on that. And it's like, oh, yeah, so do I. But, oh, yeah. my God. I'm glad you
0: noticed, too. <laughs> it wasn't my imagination. All right, thank God. Uh, yeah, I got to get that fixed. You know what? The, the uh-huh. one single
1: action trigger on that's great. The double action really sucks. Not oh, so, so much on that, that right?
0: <laughs> All right, guys. So. This podcast actually went on for quite a long time, and what we decided to do was to split it into two. So this is the first half. You've heard it now, and posted quite shortly here following after is going to be the second half of that conversation. But we did split it in half. You guys will be getting the other half super soon, and we hope you stay tuned for that. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you listening. Appreciate you downloading. Love you guys to death. Be safe. Stay locked and loaded. We'll see you guys next time. On behalf of Jake Bona and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawkseyeguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.